turkey the turkey on the bottle oh we're live hi everybody welcome Bottle to tits. a new game at all.com let's <laughs> podcast <laughs> no podcast there was a turkey on my on my bourbon bottle because it's wild turkey you know it's delicious oh i get you it get now. that nice burn because <laughs> it's bourbon um but it's damn good um so yeah so this it's is podcast the... time, and I'm Pino25. I forgot to say who I was. Yeah, me too. I'm Lucas Grimm. These times, <laughs> these times we live in right now. Um, yeah, so big day today. Um, there was a big game that came out. A yeah, very big yeah. game. One that I can't yes. play right now. <laughs> well, is it... Who's... Whose fault is that? Let's go with that. Shoddy Sony a... technology? No, no. Seven-year-old Sony technology coated in dust. Oh, likely. Yeah. Yeah, but they fixed they fixed that problem uh, with the Slim and the Pro model because you can literally just pop the top and it takes no screws and you can get to the fan. Oh, that's so much nicer. <sighs> Yeah, so yeah, my PS4 has gotten the red light of overheating. And hey, uh <laughs> it could be worse. It could be 360 era. That should yes. be dead. Uh thank thankfully it like it gives you the warning that it's like, hey, your PlayStation will fry if you keep this running. Yeah, but Turn it, it, it off, like a, let it cool. Your your PS4 sounded like a fucking jet engine. It does, yeah. And I notice you can hear that on my stream sometime. So yeah, that's that's it needed a clean out. Uh, it's just something I haven't been able to do. Uh, attempted to do that, and I don't have the right screws for it. So uh, no, this weekend, screwdriver. Screwdriver. There fine. you go. I don't have the right. Uh, don't write. I don't have the right tools for the job. So it's gonna w have to wait till Tuesday when they come in through Amazon. Uh, until then, it's going to be old school gaming for me this weekend. But that's uh, perfectly fine. I just have to avoid hearing anything about The Last of Us Part Two, which came out today. Yes. Um, also, when you've been ordering stuff from Amazon lately, has it been coming from Intelcom? Not to my knowledge. Uh, most of it has been... Canada Post or Purelater yeah. or... Pure later or uh, the, the, the DNI, yeah, DNI. That's it. A BNI. Um. So Intelcom. So I ordered. Um. So we'll we'll start with my story of okay. shitty deliveries. Uh. <laughs> so Intelcom. Uh. Back in April, we had Skrull Wars that came out for the PS4, and I was fucking excited for that because I love that series. Um. So. I ordered it from Amazon because everything else was fucking closed, so I had to get my game somewhere, and I wasn't going to get the digital edition. So I ordered it from Amazon, and then, boom, they ship it with this company called Intelcom, which is from Quebec, of all fucking places. And Canada Post is pretty backlogged because they have a bazillion fucking things to ship. So they ship our stuff. They are can deliver seven days a week. And then they don't need to sign because most shippers don't sign right now. Yeah. So 
it was supposed to come in on a Friday, like last in April. And so it shipped. Um, it was on a Friday. I got an email saying, hey, we're on its way. They're like, oh, shit, no, we couldn't deliver it because we didn't find a safe spot to deliver the package. And I'm like, okay, maybe they didn't know where we lived, whatever. They're like, we'll try again tomorrow. They try again on Saturday. They fuck. We have the same address as one place in Petty, in Petticodiac. And they delivered it there and took a picture of there. Oh, Jesus. It was 27 River Road. And I'm like, okay, we live there. You know, that's my address. And then same thing as Petty. <laughs> like, they delivered it there, took a picture, and we we're like, oh, we put it in a safe spot. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Then I had to call Intelcom, and then I, like, they were fucking useless over the phone. I was on hold for 45 minutes. It rang, and I was, like, ready to talk to someone. Hangs up on me. Automatically, and I was like, "Oh, I, I was like, happens. you motherfuckers." So, th- yeah, and so then I had to fucking call. I, I called again the ne- like later, and I got a girl from the place, and she's like, "Well, not our problem. You gotta call Amazon. That's their problem." And I'm like, "Oh, for fuck's sakes!" So then I had to get a hold of Amazon. The problem is Amazon's tech support right now. If you call the phone number. It's just like, oh, because of the current situation, we are not able to take your calls. So it's like, fuck. And then I went into my account, was able to get them to call me, and then boom. And I was like, fuck. And then they reshipped it. It came BNI, and I got it like oh, two weeks later. I was like, you jerked me around. I, I was supposed to get it that day, and then I had to wait another like almost two weeks to get my package. The worst fucking shippers ever. Also, if you look at their Google rating for Moncton, they have a one star out of five on Google. They can suck it. Um, So, yeah. And then we ordered a bunch of other shit after thinking it's going to come through someone else. All came through Intelcom. They didn't lose anything, but but They they all ship. The biggest but is so we went to Fredericton. We went to visit family on the Saturday a couple weeks ago, like about a month ago. Mm. And the package delivered at the house. He didn't take a fucking picture in front of my door. He signed for it. The delivery driver signed for the package as N.A., not available. And I was like, who the fuck is this N.A. person? It's like, is it Natalie Arsenault? I was like, who the fuck signs for my package? (laughs) Well, I was like, you know. Um, I was like, who signs for my fucking package? Like, I was, I was like, did they deliver it at that other fucking house that they delivered it last time? I was like, okay, what the fuck? And then I fucking got on the phone, called Intelcom again, 48 minutes, and then they hung up on me again. Like douchebags. So that called Amazon, and then Amazon was supposed to start an investigation, and they didn't have to because the package was actually delivered my door when we got home. And I'm like, those fucking assholes. So uh yeah, they are hands down the worst shippers ever. Um, like we thought I've I've had problems with Canada Post before, but that Uh, Canada Post is 
like Canada Post is nothing compared to these guys. Um, also, we look. I looked at their website. They hire people. You literally just have to have a big vehicle and a driver's license, and have not committed a crime within package delivery within the last year, and you can get a job. Wow, um, that, is, that is amazing. Yeah, you just have to, you have to do a background check, have no criminal record on like a specific delivery things, and then valid driver's license and also a fucking vehicle that's not a truck but like a delivery kind of vehicle you're good it's like ugh. a minivan also counts so you can be creepy as fuck and be like want to touch the puppy um so yeah it was a shitty experience and there's a bunch of people that i know that've had shitty experiences with the co this company lately so yeah they're the best all right so yeah uh last of us 2 came out today so yeah, um, I did so, buy it. It yeah. is installing in my PS4. Well, did it install? Your system died. Yeah. Well, well it's on the sidelines right now. Yeah, it's on the sidelines. So it, it's still good to stream Netflix and probably play some less graphically intensive games. Like, but uh, I'm saying it's going to be on the sideline for the weekend, anyways. Um, at least until I get that. Uh, yeah, you're not. You're on I, yeah, I'm not yeah. playing Last of Us for um, the next uh, week, anyways. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> so, aside from that, uh, yes. reviews have been coming in for it, of course, and it's been all stellar reviews. Everything's really good for it. Uh, user reviews have been uh, review bombed. Okay, <laughs> did did you want me to whip out my tinfoil hat and be like, these people at Naughty Dog paid off these critics? Uh, I mean, come on, that, that nobody does that. I don't know. I I mean, we've okay. No, I can't say nobody's done that because we have seen that. Happened with a couple games <laughs> in the past, like uh, Kane and Lynch was a good example with uh, GameSpot, uh, where they had advertisements until the game review came out, and then they got really pissed that the game review was awful on their site and pulled all their advertising funding. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah at like first, the other day, it was like 97%, and then it went down to like 96 and then today was 95%. Um, so really damn fucking good for, uh, you know, a new game, like 95%. Yeah. Holy fuck. It was hands down one of the biggest releases of the year just on Metacritic score alone. So yeah. And then, so it comes out today and then at work, someone, uh, one of the guys took a screenshot and sent it over into, into our text message. And I was like, holy fuck, 35. <laughs> I was like, that's bad. 3.5 out of 10. That is ridiculously low. Oh. Like, I, it's like, it's I like get, getting kicked in the nuts. I, I do get, like, I'm, I'm looking at these reviews, uh, the user reviews, and I do see why a few of them are legitimately saying they don't like it. Yes, I, I do understand that, yeah, it's different. The direction has gone completely different compared to the first one. 
Yeah, and a lot of people did not like the change of direction, uh, just general change of the characters. And some people were uh, just upset with Sony in general. Uh, well, and also people were like, why are they making a sequel? It ended perfectly. Don't I, fuck my experience. You know what? Personally, I do agree with that. Uh, it, the first one did end perfectly. I, I don't... I didn't really want a sequel, but she wanted it needed to be revengier. But I, I'm like, I'm gonna go play through it. Whether or not it's gonna be a, to me be as good as the first one, it's, it's not. It, it, yeah, it's it's not gonna be as good as the first one. The first one was like, I, well, I replayed it like two weeks ago. I replayed it. I, I replayed through it just as a quick, dirty playthrough, and it was like. Holy fuck! The storytelling, just the depth of the 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 emotions and the like everything—it was just like holy fuck. Yeah, but I, I I I don't think this one will meet the like expectations story-wise of like the depth and the 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 feels. No, I I don't believe that either. And um, like, but the thing is, all these reviews, like the reviewers' reviews. Have been pretty much a have explained like why they said, yeah, it's a ten or nine or super high score. And Did you it, see the look of the damn game? Very little of it. I saw the water and the boat. Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. I Good mean. enough. <laughs> well, so I'm excited for the technical aspects of the game because Digital Foundry had their like walkthrough of like what the game is and the different types of styles that they used and the different types of everything. And they did their full technical analysis. It is technically for the technicalities. It is amazing. Hmm. Same as combat and gameplay. It's just like, Holy fuck story wise. Yeah. That's where it's going to fall on its face. So with that, like everything kind of got explained. A lot of people are just review bombing it at the moment, and uh, so it's it's hard to actually trust. And th this is not a new thing that we've seen. We've seen a lot of review bombs oh, no. through games on Steam. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is especially bad for this when um, a movie gets horribly reviewed, and then uh, it's okay. It's okay, and then uh, nobody understands why. It's because people just go in. And it's like, ah, this movie sucks because of. Oh, it's Batman v Superman. But okay. I haven't watched it. Like, um, I yeah, that's the thing because people are so fucking like with their opinions on the internet about like <laughs> everything. Like, and yeah. right now it's even in the past couple months it's gotten even fucking worse for people going giving their opinion. It's it's like I don't care. <laughs> Like lit literally, I do not care what you think. I if you do not affect me in my day to day life, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I mean, like, you like as far as I go when it comes to reviews, I do have my few sources that I like and I go through and and follow them, uh, mainly because like I usually agree with them on sp particular tastes. After that, like anybody else, it's like okay. I'm about 50-50 on your word. If you can describe to this this to me properly, I'll be like, oh, I'm all in. You're all this in is... on the Kingdom Hearts rhythm game? 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> let's, let's not get into that part yet. But anyway, <laughs> I'm dying here. That's funny. Um, the, I, I mean, continue. we gotta we gotta move on, on from the uh, Last of Us talk, but uh, we gotta talk about the bit of drama about this game. That oh happened. my god. Okay, so um, in the past couple of years, I've had a massive. Yeah, over 140 tracks. Um, I have had massive respect for uh, a man that used to work at Kotaku. He, you know, broke a ton of fucking stories, such as like the abuses over at Bioware, Treyarch, and also Naughty Dog. Yeah. So Jason Schreier, I have a shitload of respect for that man. He's, you know, worked wor- another spinoff for the mobile. Interesting. Um, <laughs> okay. Getting the pop-up notifications. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Kingdom Hearts Dark Road. Uh, so yeah, no, I have a, a lots of respect for the man because he works for he, you know, he's there to help out the employees of these horrible companies. Um, yeah, he started. Well, he responded to a comment on the Twitters. The Twitters is not a good place right now. It is a very vile and right. Yeah. So this was a um, a response to somebody that did a review for The Last of Us, uh, where I'll read it off. In a medium <laughs> where everything is John Wick, The Last of Us Part Two is Schindler's List. Now, that is a uh, that's a big statement, and. You know, we've seen people do comparisons. Comparisons is a great way to describe something to somebody. But you do have the people that just keep saying it's the this of this type of games. For example, Dark Souls. A ga- yeah, Dark Souls. Uh, a game that's uh, super hard is, uh, oh, this game's like Dark Souls. Or, uh, or this, this is, is the a, Dark Souls of RPGs. The Dark Souls it- of Shooters. Or this is the Resident Evil of something. Yeah, it's like re- it's like Resident Evil, but this. And yeah, th- like listen, comparisons are great. You usually have to do something to drive on that, and that's actually part of the statement. Where, like you said, in a medium where everything is John Wick, The Last of Us Two is Schindler's List, and he goes on to explain that it's um, just like with the movie. There's times I when I wasn't sure I could keep going. And it's relentless emotional assault that I suspect the force will force even the most jaded gamer to feel empathy. That was his part of his review. And, you know, that is actually a good way of stating it. That's his opinion on it. Jason, on the other hand, uh, he was, uh, he didn't like that. So he said the, the hyper, hyper hyperbole is fun, but if you're thinking about comparing a new zombie game to a movie about the Holocaust, maybe hit the brakes. Which it, it's true. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I I, I kind of disagree with Jason on this one. Well, I, yeah, wholeheartedly. But, yeah, but Last of Us is not the Holocaust. It's. <sighs> Yeah, no, The Last of Us isn't about the Holocaust, and but well, it's, it's here. The thing that he was comparing more is the uh, 
emotional uh, trip. Schindler's List is the one movie you talk about if you want to talk about how you fucking cried over a movie. Like, yes, because it has such moving content. Like, yeah, it's 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 the epitome of horrors of World War Two. Now, with The Last of Us, you have a lot of really horrifying stuff going on with not only with the zombies and clickers and all that, but you have to deal with the human aspect. So to me, I think Schindler's List is actually a pretty good comparison uh, with it in general. I mean, yes, it's more of an action zombie movie, but if you're going to talk about emotional impact, it's, yeah, that that is where it has it. Now, as I said, I haven't played Last of Us Part Two just yet, so... <laughs> So I don't actually know if I would be like, okay, yeah, yeah this is we'll like shitless, but we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll have more of an idea after the next couple days. Now, Neil uh, Neil Druckmann, the uh, co oh uh, co owner of uh, Naughty Dog, uh, chimed in on the response. Okay, so and- he's a special kind of let's go with asshole. Yeah, well, Neil is. Um, Okay, he he doesn't go to the top of the asshole pile of CEOs because like that's like fucking Andrew House and also Bobby. Yeah, they they right. belong up there. They're they're the he, scum. He has uh, um, he's very opinionated. He's he's be- okay. I'm gonna say he's better than fucking what's his name from Gearbox, Randy Pitchford. Well, mostly everybody's better than Randy Pitchford at the moment. Uh, I mean, the the whole porn on the hard drive thing pretty much. He 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 belongs in a special place of douchebag CEOs, and also beating on his fucking employees—that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So you know, okay. So nobody deserves to be counted as a a Randy Pitchford. Uh, Neil, from what I I know of Neil, uh, and some of the things I've heard about Naughty Dog directly. He's not a not an outright asshole, but he's very opinionated that he can come off like it. Yeah. So um, it, it, that's where it kind of lands on that one. Well, um, and he, he also started going after Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh hmm. did write an article about Naughty Dog for the, you know, the fucking crunch. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like you know, that, and, that's and, the and thing. All, we we do and have, and a lot of these guys have these massive fucking egos, and you know, you bruise their ego, then they're all bitchy at you, and they don't want to talk to you. True. So yeah. So um, with that, the uh, like he he pretty much came back and said what I mentioned is that it's. Like he's doing comparison to emotional response between the two pieces of media, not subject matter or importance. Don't take it as a direct comparison between our games and the Holocaust itself, which it's, uh, you know, that's exactly like I said, emotional comparison, not the actual thing. But now that's pretty much where it should have ended, ended. With that conversation. The problem is, Neil, 
Continued. And he's well, like, uh, there's the problem. There's your <laughs> sign of being an asshole. So it's like you, he uh, replying back to Jason, uh, your voice carries a lot of weight. Your public comments about Jeff are inviting dogpiling, uh, which of course is um, people siding with the one person yeah. saying this guy's an asshole, tear him apart, is going to send a bunch of people over there to tear them apart. And yeah. It's like, listen, I'm, I'm sure that's not your intention, but I experienced a lot of that in the past weeks. And I wanted to say something. I don't think our game holds a candle to Shinra's list. So, and yeah, Neil has, as I said, has run into that because just of, um, even with the Last of Us leaks and the stuff we've seen for it, a lot of people are like, and going after the company. Uh, plus with the crunch and everything as well. And then also the he showed off some examples of uh, the dogpiling that happened in a couple other uh, tweets. So with that, despite the, he showed off some examples like saying that pretty much saying that like it was emotional response, all of this seems like it's you know just a um, a normal kind of follow-up. It's like, yeah, I everything's all good. It's just try to not to uh, try not to blame somebody else on this. Jason came back with another response. <laughs> hey, Neil, this is weirdly personal. Where was any of this personal? I don't see that. Was I misreading any of this? Anyways, yeah, this is weirdly personal. I'm still not sure why you need to go after me multiple times for expressing that I felt that an analogy was tacky. I sure hope it's not related to my recent reporting on your studio. Be well and best of luck on the launch. That was a, by the way, that's what we call in the industry an asshole remark. Yeah, but it's a beautiful backhanded comment. It, it's a, it, it's one of those backhanded uh, comments that just makes you sound like an asshole. Like if you get somebody in a, in calling you from a, a or you call somebody from a technical support line and say, have a great day, despite, you know, nothing being fixed. And then that, your managers, then your manager comes to you and be like, yeah, you're going to have to uh, come in on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that, that's just it. People are assholes, but now look at the wait a minute look at the fucking state of society we're living in people are fucking assholes all over the place because people can't do anything right now so people don't have anything better to do so they're just fucking assholes on the internet (laughs) they don't have anything better to do I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that so here's the uh there, there's actually more to this, though. Oh my god! Because somebody else got involved, and that's Corey Balrog from. Uh, oh yeah, Santa, God of War. Santa Monica Studios, the recent director of the last God of War movie or game, I should say. Game. Uh, movie. Whatever. It, it was. It should have been. I mean, it was beautiful. He came. He, <laughs> so he comes back with. Um, Kind of a like uh trying to be a peacekeeper in this one where he's like, Oh, tweet- you're wait a minute, you're saying he's Canadian? 
the peacekeeper. Oh, we lost that role, right? I mean, we're not in the security council this time. No, no, we were supposed oh. to get a seat. No, no, we're still peacekeeper country. That that's our ah, job. But gotcha. They wanted a, a they wanted a seat at the table to you know do the the security council stuff. Um, okay. Yeah. No. It, yeah. I, it's. Be- I, I, they weren't. I they weren't happy with Trudeau. Anyways, so yeah, he comes back with a uh, <laughs> tweets are difficult to interpret it, nuance, but I have to say that lately you come across as a bit of a bully, Jason. I get your bread and butter is tearing us down, but not everything is about books. Your books are articles. Sometimes uh, you know what I misread that he didn't come back as a peacekeeper. Remember <laughs> 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 about your books and articles. Sometimes it's just about being decent to one to each other. Uh, also, if you follow Corey on uh, Twitter, this is actually a kind of like a normal response for this kind of oh, stuff. Corey okay. is a great guy, by the way. I've, I've talked to him a couple times before and uh, like just based on Twitter stuff. And uh, yeah, no, great guy in general. Um, yeah, Jason replied back to that. <laughs> this, this drama is just so amazing. Wow, Corey. If by us you mean people in power to facilitate the overlook and exploration of labor, then sure, I'd be proud to proud to say my bread and butter is tearing you down. If by us you mean game developers, then that's nonsense, and we both know it. That, like, ah, oh, Jason, <laughs> Jason, 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 dude, Jason. All of these like, people. Listen, there's a reason. This is the kind of shit that gets pulled. Like, don't get me wrong. Jason has done a lot for the industry where uh, he's explained stuff. Yeah, workers' rights, stuff like that. It's come out with that uh, type of stuff uh, and really, like, brought a lot of that to light. Yes, that's awesome. But at the same time, and and for the most part, yeah, don't be a dick about it because that's how you start losing your contacts and that's how you're going to start really fucking up at points um and i'm not saying that like we get a, a bad we get a bad story to tell we're going to tell it we're going to fucking let people know what uh what we're seeing it's going down. And, and we're going to reply back to whatever the fuck is happening when we have replies back from like the official word from the people and everything else. But like a lot of the new stuff, especially when it comes to games and stuff like that, you're working half on PR and half on actually telling news. And that's where he kind of fucked that up on him right there. That could cause a lot of problems with his new setup. Uh, Cause I believe he's, uh, he's working another game. Uh, uh, yeah, he's working at the interactive division of Bloomberg, a business magazine. Yeah, so, well, Bloomberg's probably not going to be the uh, the most looked into for game reviews, but it's it's really <laughs> weird that he took a job there. Hey, listen, Kotaku is uh, is a sinking ship. Well, I, I mean, let, let's be. It's been. But their new owners, with the everything that they've done, uh, uh, especially since that big push with the uh, 
uh, sports site. I forget what was that was called now. Um, but the sports site that was um, posting like political stuff and immediately started getting like backlash from the higher up of the company. That, that started a lot of people walking away from it. So this is something, you know, it, it's just kind of been a long time coming at this point. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's move away from Naughty Dog. All right. Last Let, of Us and everything else, we are done. Okay, what else is hour. going on? All right, <laughs> let's let's talk about EA. Yeah, let's go oh, with EA first because... Can I just... Okay, there's a wall. I'm just going to bash my face in it. Um, okay, let's do this. I, I'm, yeah, fuck. I hate EA. In the past couple of years, they've, like, so gone down the drain. Uh, so yesterday, yesterday, they had their... Uh, essentially their E3 presentation, let's call it that. So they had a Nintendo Direct kind of style of video. Yeah. And, like, oh my god, what a fucking joke. It was like... I don't know. I had no words. Well, what, um... I don't know. The show wasn't awful. It was... But it wasn't, you know... It was uh, so and, generic. Here, it's the same thing as... Um, well, it is the same as all the other years with uh, EA Play. EA Play has never really been a major, major event like Ubisoft's and well, uh, Sony's, for example, because EA just... They do the same thing. Exactly. Like, they have their franchises, okay, good, but they just, they're the same games over and over and over again. Because, like, like, look at look at Need for Speed. It's the same shit all the time. Look at the sports games. Same crap. Nothing new. Look at Dice. Fucking Battlefield. Battlefield, Battlefield, Battlefield. That's it. Like, there's nothing special to them. Or, I don't know. They killed off all their good shit. Look at Bioware. Bioware's fucking bent over sideways. Yes, they showed something, but... Eh. So... We got a tech demo, is what we got from Bioware. And no, no, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even fucking a tech demo. It was essentially, look at this artwork that we draw, that we painted. Yeah, good point, yeah. It was just a screenshot, and I'm like, how is this supposed to be like, oh my god, I want fucking Dragon Age 4, or I want... Whatever. Uh, it was just disappointing. And then, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. That Porsche R- G- uh, 911 RS3 looked fucking amazing. But do I care? No. No. Because no. it is the same bullshit year after year. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah, here's... This is my take oh, on this. Also... One more thing. Uh, I saw the pack- <coughs> the game packaging for Madden 21. Oh my god. It looks like a fucking collage. It is the worst. Like, it's a bunch of base, like football cards, baseball cards mm. or hockey cards, whatever you want to call it, all collaged together. And I'm like, that is disgusting. You know what? But I yes, continue. Um, it is. I, I'm actually for the, uh, the Madden. 
I actually yeah like the uh, the new artwork. I like why uh, it's, it's so it's, it's so diff- it's different than just a picture of the football player, which has just been a rehashed uh, thing over and over. It's the, something different. Oh, it's it's uh, like they could have made it so much better. It's it's something different, and it just. I don't know. Yes, it um, could be better. I'm not going to deny fine. that. Okay, I'm fine with something different. I like the concept of something different. Shit needs to change. They're they're yeah. getting rid like this week. They're getting rid of Aunt Jemima and rebranding it to something else. So, yeah. I'm fine with something different. That's cool. But you need to make it look good. I'm pretty sure Quaker is going to make it look good. They're not going to make it look like and look generic. Why are they changing quicker, anyways? I, I honestly like Aunt Jemina what? getting no, no, giving no, no, what's no. going on. You know what? That, that's aside the point. We're not getting that political. No, no, you know, <laughs> Aunt Jemima makes sense. Quaker, the Quaker man is not getting replaced. Quaker is a peaceful, non wanting conflict that is a Quaker. Um, Quaker is staying the same. Aunt Jemima is getting replaced, same as Uncle Ben. From Spider-Man, he's getting recast, and then he just dies again. Um, but continue. Okay. Anyways, let's jump into the actual show because there was Yay. at least, uh, yeah, there was at least four decent announcements from uh, the EA Play show. Um, aside from you know, hey, here's a bunch of sports games. Look how much we can make the players sweat. Look how realistic that sweat is, which is hardly realistic at all. Uh, and yeah, whoa, 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 the 2K one looked amazing. That was a lot of sweat. And then <laughs> one of the, the biggest one, the biggest announcement was that of Skate 4. Oh my god, out. people were like, bah, 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 bah. well, it worked. It, the, the call from the, the fans worked. EA oh finally God. bent over and listened. It was like, you know what? The fans want Skate 4. If the fans want it, if we build it, if we make it, the fans will come. And they but, came. But the They came is, hard. Like, people have been asking for this for almost a decade. That Skate 3 sold like a motherfucker. It came out in 2010. And people now... buying it. And looking yeah. for it, and yeah. like, I'm, yeah. Okay, now one thing uh, to clarify: the game isn't called Skate Four. We don't know what it's going to be called. We just know it is going to be Skate. And the original developers are back uh, making the game. So, hey, we're very, very excited to see this. But it's but, a. So I'm I'm intrigued to see how broken the game is. That, that's my thing. That too. Other than that, was that now, it? Uh, no, that was that was one of the big ones. Oh. Uh, we also had uh, Star Wars Scott. Uh, sorry, Star Wars Squadron, a first-person space combat sim. That kind of uses some VR also. A little bit. I mean, it is being done by uh, EA Motive, which it has worked on Battlefront 
and um, a lot of the um, Star Wars games. But this is going to be kind of like a callback to uh, Star Wars X-Wing and Star Wars TIE Fighter. And it looks great. Like, I, I'm going to say if uh, EA can keep their hands out of it, like, keep keep what they did with uh, Fallen Order. <laughs> and not is, Battlefront yeah, 2. And not Battlefront 2. Uh, I think the game will be amazing and something to look forward to uh, this year. Um, yeah, that is because we we get... Uh, we're getting Y-Bombers, TIE Bombers, A-Wings, TIE Interceptor, uh, the X-Wing, TIE Fighter... Uh, and also from Rogue One, Star Wars story, uh, the TIE Reaper and the U-Wing, which was showed off like in a couple scenes of that uh, movie. So, that's he. So, it's uh, it's definitely something to uh, look forward to from what I see. Uh, cool thing is, it's going to be out October 2nd, and we'll have a retail price of $39.99 US. So, about Forty nine ninety nine in uh, Canada. Forty eight bucks. Um, so, but I, I'm still not convinced that it's going to be solid. I, I want to, I want to know more about it before I'm going to go. Okay, here we go. But yes, it will have virtual reality. Uh, it so PSVR, PC VR systems, and will also have crossplay uh, support. So. Any, every, all the consoles that's getting it will be able to play it together. Fancy. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Uh, it's taking place after the events of Return of the Jedi, so after the, the destruction of the second Death Star. So, yeah, that's I'm, I'm interested. I want to see more Shut and up. how that's going to really turn out. Yes. Um. What else was there? Well, Hazelight also announced a new game from the EA uh, Originals list. And uh, Hazelight is the creators of A Way Out. Uh, and they are making another co-op game called It Takes Two. And that's... Yeah, which was odd. I mean, A Way Out actually worked well. It, it got in enough um, push from a lot of people that it did very well like budget wise and uh, uh, marketing wise, uh, after it came out, I'm not a hundred percent sure. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people were kind of, eh. but uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Looks interesting. It's uh, kind of like a. Um, I'm honestly not sure what to describe it like it's because you're kind of playing as uh, dolls that control uh, certain characters and uh, I think it's supposed to be like a family story like uh, how uh, a family about to break up and stuff like that I get, get a divorce it, it it looks like how way out only more of a personal story on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see yeah. more. What else was we, there? Well, uh, the other one was Apex Legends coming to Switch. So, I mean, not, not a new game, but 
that's actually a good uh, good update here. Apex, uh, still enjoy it from time to time, and yeah, it's gonna have uh, being on Switch. I would actually probably play it more. I don't care. But that also being said, it's also going to have crossplay. So Ooh. PS4, Xbox, Steam, Nintendo Switch, and Origin will all be playing together. Oh, fuck Origins. Well, actually, you could say that now because pretty much all the libraries be moved over to Steam. Oh my god! They're putting Sims 4 on Steam. And Titanfall 2. And also their stuff going on Origin Store. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, so yeah, that's uh that's actually a pretty good update as well. I'm I'm actually kind of happy for that one. Yeah, but I I I EA needs to do something amazing. Anthem was crap. All right. Um we had some sad news yesterday. Are we done with EA? Yeah, we're done with EA. Okay, so we had some sad news yesterday. So freaking CD Project Red decided oh we need to delay Cyberpunk 77 again. You know what? That's perfectly fine. Um, Yeah, so I looked at their statement that they released after saying it's delayed. They were like, da da da, whatever. I'm like, so they're actually doing QA on their game. I'm like, I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm cool with that. Because EA and Activision suck at QA. They're horrible at it. Well, and this is this is CD Projekt Red who gave love, us The Witcher. They love their games. They yeah. love their baby. They're not going to just chuck their baby in the river and say, can you float? Yeah, exactly. They're going to go, hey, we're going to make sure this is working right. Yes, there will be a couple bugs that we miss, but we'll, we'll fix those. But we're going to make sure the game in general is doing well enough that you're not going to have a problem. And also, we're going to give you a whole bunch of stuff that's... We're going to give you a complete game that you're not going to have to buy more stuff for. Fuck. I, I, I understand, but I'm just like... I, I'm like, why? I just want it now. Um, but also, I'm like, is it really a surprise that the expected release dates for next gen is November 19th? Yeah, so this actually becomes a uh, the game to play on your next gen console, even though it's on a PS4, because hey, we also got confirmation that it will be backward, fully backwards compatible on PS5 and well, it'll Xbox be on PS5 one. and Series One or C- Series X, Series X, whatever. Uh, it's going to be optimized for next generation, which I'm excited. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah e- even though you'll be able to play it on your PS4 and Xbox One, you can just pick it up with your PS5 and or Xbox Series X and just enjoy it. And but I think that is a great idea. They might, you never know. They, uh, do you know what's funny? They would cancel it for current generation and just be like, it's coming next gen. Suck on that. I don't think they're going to do that. Just because. Well, uh, they, of their pedigree, I don't think they they're gonna. Having, they were having a hard time running it, running it on original Xbox hardware, like the VCR. It was running like crap. True, true. So, and that's why it got delayed multiple times, is because performance issues. It just 
was not working to their expectations. But it's also uh, not not ready for the PS5 and Xbox One yet. So unless it gets another delay, God we're not damn gonna it. we're not gonna see it. So this is actually probably a good way of doing it. And we also know that they will have a upgrade system where uh, for especially for the Xbox, where you will be able to get it for free with the update. Yeah, that's the thing that they were talking about that on the PS5. So we don't know if the PS5 is going to have that. No, it's going to have it. It's going to oh, have okay. futurability, but they don't know how futurability is going to work with the digital version. People are like, eh. it's hard to say on that one. Yeah, I mean, it, especially and also good old games and uh, CD Projekt Red, who actually owns, uh, pretty much owns uh, good old games. Uh, they're the same company. They're all the same crap. Uh, uh, they know how much fans like the whole idea of uh, futurability, and they've even tried to process that, like sell that idea uh, on good old games right now. Which uh, the GOG Galaxy is going to have or has the ability to, um, you they'll look at your platforms, yeah, look at the platforms, pull your achievements, pull your stuff, become one oh. big hub. So that's how they're looking at it for they're just looking at achievements, well, uh, achievements, your friends list, uh, anything like that. That's like pretty much a oh. social area, uh, and like they see what games were played and what's what you have pretty much yeah uh and with that social hub they they're like okay you played the witcher 3 on playstation we're going to give you the witcher 3 on pc and that's oh. been the latest promotion that they've done as long so, as you have the witcher 3 listed on your account that you've played it you will have it on your pc so, yeah, that's what they were talking about. The only place that you could not get it was on the Switch. Yeah, because the Switch hasn't uh, integrated that at the moment. Yeah, but what happens if you already own Witcher 3 on GOG? Oh, um, then you, you, you know, you don't <laughs> get it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Motherfucker. Um, but, yeah, so that's Cyberpunk. Uh They've been doing that with uh, GOG anyways, with um, kind of integrating uh, games from Steam. Uh, so every so often, you could go in, be like, here's my Steam profile. What games does good old games have that I have on my Steam profile that will get pulled into good old games? And they will usually carry most of your list. Like, after my last time I've done that... Um, a large percentage of my Steam list is now on my GLG account. And I didn't have to do anything to upgrade. So that is really nice. It's been a, a kind of like, they are very, very pro-gamer and pro-consumer. So it's, I'm willing to give them all the time they need to make sure Cyberpunk is working and everything is set properly. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. say no, whatever, like, Oh yeah, I just, I just, I'm just like I want it, but you know, you gotta wait. Um, so yeah, what else was there? That's uh, oh, we have Pokemon. Let's talk about Pokemon before oh, we yeah! 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there was about, aside from the new expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield, there was a Pokemon Direct that uh, advised three new games. And two of them are uh, mobile games. One of them is available now. And uh, the other one's coming up later. So the one that's available now is uh, Pokemon Smile, a dental hygiene game uh, to help kids brush their teeth. Brush your teeth. As, your teeth. as a dad with a kid that has a hard time to actually follow brushing their teeth rules, this is actually a great it's, idea. It's all about swift kick in the ass. <laughs> you know, back in the 90s and the 80s, swift kick in the <laughs> ass solved all problems. But, but now it's not proper. Well, uh, this, is, this is also like Pokemon Go, where Pokemon Go was... Hey, let's get you moving. Get you, get people out by adding this addictive moving. concept to it. Do, do we have body break also? Man, that that's a whole different uh, talk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they uh, so they've done this. It's supposed to help with uh, dental hygiene. Uh, from what I've seen, it's really cute. Uh, I'm. Like, I haven't actually, uh, my kid hasn't used it. I haven't used it. I haven't seen much more. But it's adorable. It's it's Pokemon. It's a cute version of Pokemon designed specifically to teach kids how to brush their teeth. And it's, you know, I can't be mad at that. What's the next called? one that they have is a, a Pokemon Cafe where you, it's a match, a matching game where you get oh. to uh, make food with Pokemon. You don't cook the Pokemon. The Pokemon cooks with you. <gasps> yeah. You don't cook the Pokemon. What about what? What about like turkey supper Pokemon with tater tots? Peking Psyduck. Peking Psyduck. Yes. <laughs> uh, or a Surfetch. You know, rotisserie Surfetch. So, the other game is the bigger, more important one. That the people new... their pants. Oh yeah, people really got over this one. New Pokemon Snap for the Nintendo Switch, and yeah, well, like we're finally ready for it. Uh, this is being developed by uh, Bandai Namco and with uh, with Nintendo, and yeah, it's going to include pokemon from pretty much all the extra generations that we didn't get from the 1999 pokemon snap for nintendo 64 so everybody that's been in between that those 20 years of uh of pokemon uh are, are now joining the fray so this is going to be very interesting i'm excited to see more of it and uh yeah i it's a good thing uh, the Switch has like um, social media integration because now we can really just share that and like you get the good pictures going. You don't have to go to Blockbuster and and uh, print out stuff of your cartridge. <laughs> you could just yeah, but yeah. you're not getting the free version of Witcher. Fuck the Switch. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, sure. Well, the, if you have Witcher on the Switch, you're not getting the free version on GOG. 
Yeah, that was a conversation like a long time ago. That's this is yeah. this is about Pokemon Snap. Yeah, but you're talking about the Switch. You're like, it's a great system. I'm not talking about the Switch itself as a great system. I'm talking about uh, <laughs> the fact that it's a social media enabled so I can fucking share my pictures that I take of that Pikachu for the fucking first thousand times. With the damn fucking Pikachu. I do my oh, own shit. thing. I am a private citizen. Jesus. I All don't right. want people to know what I'm doing with my fucking Instagram game. Um, but yes, Pokemon. It's adorable. So and the most exciting did we talk about Pokemon Snap? Yeah, we were just talking about it. Oh shit. So. That's what we were just talking about. Do you know what? Do you know what happens when you drink out. beer? <laughs> what happens when you drink beer and lots of beer? You tune you can, out. Yeah, you completely tune out. Hey, but okay. you know what the best part is? It's Land Shark beer. It tastes like Corona without the stigma. <laughs> Anyways, so what new game this, this week. This week we had uh, Desperados 3 on the Windows, PS4, Xbox One, and Disintegration for Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, uh, today seemed like a pretty big game. Yeah, that's surprisingly getting a lot of uh, a lot wow. of traction, so I'm kind of happy about that. I yeah. played the original, and the originals were great, uh, so I'm kind of curious how uh, how this one's going to turn out. Yeah. Uh, Disintegration kind of got pushed behind, but no. I, I don't know. I, it, it's something I'm, I'm still curious about. I want to hear more. Uh, we'll have to just wait and see, I guess. But today we had Burnout Paradise Remastered on Nintendo. Oh, come Play. on! <laughs> and we had The Last of Us Part 2 that we talked about for a good half an hour at the beginning oh of this podcast. God. That shit is fucked. But we'll talk about it more next week when I actually get a chance to play it. <laughs> and I go, yeah, it was alright. You know, it was good. Did you see the graphics? Can't be any worse than that Days Gone game. Continue. Then on uh, June 22nd, we have Azure Striker Gun Vote 2 for Windows. Uh, and Kingdom Hearts Dark Road for iOS and Droid. Hey, I've been talking about that all of podcast. Uh, on the 23rd, we have Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary Edition World Tour. Oh, shit! For we forgot about the uh, lawsuit. Lawsuit? That Bioware and 3D Realm are going at. There's a new lawsuit for uh duke nukem <laughs> it's hilarious as fuck so bioware and 3d realms okay Bio, uh, gearbox gearbox okay i'm like what the what the fuck does bioware have to do with duke nukem no, no. not <laughs> okay. bioware um 3d uh is someone suing someone and it's a fucking shit show cool okay so um aside from that duke nukem next week uh on nintendo switch on the 23rd uh, Little Town Hero on PS4. Uh, also, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. There is a $300 edition of the game. What? Yeah, the super rehydrated something, something, something crazy edition is like $300. Jesus. I'm like, why? And you know what? I'm finding it funny because it says the 23rd that it's uh, out, but 
I went to Walmart today and it's already on sale. So somebody broke yeah. a street date there. Man, I should have picked it up now. All right. Well, anyways, uh, after that, we have Star Wars Episode One Racer for Nintendo Switch and PS4. And uh, that one is just a straight-up remake of uh, the Nintendo 64 version. And we have the Pokemon Cafe Mix for Nintendo Switch, Droid, and iOS. Woo! And continuing, because this is actually a mixture of different days here, uh, the 24th, we have Ninjala for Nintendo Switch. That's the Gunho Online Entertainment uh, Ninja game that was shown at the last Nintendo Direct. And it uh, looks pretty awesome, to be honest. Uh, we also have uh, Mr. Driller Drill Land on the 25th, Windows and Nintendo Switch. And that's about it. That's everything I have. Yeah. So the edition is called the it's Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated Fun Edition. Fun. Oh dear God. It is three hundred plus dollars. It's uh does it sing to you? I don't know. You know, because say F is for friends. We do F stuff is together. For friends, something, something. Uh, it is $299.99 on Amazon, so $300 what on the dot. dot. I, I I don't know. There's a bunch of figurines. Yeah, looks cool. Can't All right, that well, that is the podcast for today. Be sure to hit the like and subscribe button if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, and if you're watching it on anywhere else, be sure to hit the subscribe button. And for GameItAll.com, I'm Lucas Grimm. Hey, what up? It's Peter25. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Not for $300. <laughs> <laughs>